Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to the big interview bite size. Brought to you by Bet365. I'm Graham Hunter, and in each episode, you'll hear an elite footballer tell a story that's guaranteed to brighten your day. All of them come from my podcast, The Big Interview with Graham Hunter, which you can find by searching on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's story comes from Liverpool legend and Sky analyst extraordinaire Jamie Carragher, a big friend of the podcast. He's going to take you right back to two big European finals, a dressing room so exhausted it can't celebrate a UEFA Cup final win, and first, yeah, that night in Istanbul. It's strange, the mentality of football, you go from 3-1, 3-2, and you think you've got to get a goal. As soon as you go 3-3, something cut, you think, oh, we've got something to lose now. <laughs> you have that mentality. It's like when a team are winning 2 another half-time. Why did the other team always come back into the game or put you under pressure? It just, it just, it just happens. It's just, it's just the way it was. But I think what we put into those six minutes or the start of the second half, I think eventually sort of took its toll on us. And we were playing against a team who were far better than us. Far better than us. And then they changed it round a bit. Rafa had to change it round a bit. Serginho came on on the left. Because we had Smicer, who was a number 10, if you like, playing right wing back. That's how the team had to be set up second half. Stevie went there then. So I think certainly in extra time we were thinking penalties. If, if we get to penalties, we've, we've won the lottery. You know, we've we've come back from three 0 down with three three. We're hanging on against the best side in Europe, and it took everything. We had me making tackles, Jersey making unbelievable saves, Shevchenko missing an absolute sitter. But no, towards the end there it was, it was getting extra time penalties. Before we start the tape, I told you that one of my favourite Monday night football discussions was you and Gary, September 2013, talking about David Luiz. Chelsea have just lost to Everton. Mm. And there's a really good philosophical debate about what should a defender in the Premier League do? Should he defend? Can he come forward? Names like Baresi and PK are mentioned. It's a right good debate. Mm. But you're quite staunch about defenders defend. Mm. And defenders, you know, you shouldn't be one-on-one or going on a run or whatever. When the penalty was called in Istanbul, where were you on the pitch? I was on the edge of the box. I was in the box. You were? <laughs> I was a right centre-back stepping out with the ball, football and centre-back. Stepping out or driving right to the opposition box and sending up a nice little ball to Milan Barros, no? Yeah, yeah, that's in a back three, stepping out. What happened? Slightly different. But yeah, I think I played the the ball into something. Did I get one, two? I I think I played the ball, stepped out and played, and and did Barros flick it round the corner for Stevie? Yeah. You've played the ball from about 
eight metres outside the penalty box, right in the Barros's feet, who yeah. lays it off the stadium. Yeah. Before the tackle's gone in, there's a hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's I'm, yours. Uh, I'm trying to get someone sent off, I think. What possessed you? I think, as I've knocked it into Barros, you know what? I think a lot of the. You're playing then, as I said before, on emotion. I'm not saying it was the wrong thing to do, stepping in. But the way we were playing, it was just like. So we're 3 2. So this is for the penalty make a 3-3. So what I'm saying is, in them two minutes, everyone's just like, fragging me the ball. You, you bash it in, you're actually looking for the ball. I'm, I think I'm looking for the ball back off Barros, that's why I carry on my run. And he goes the, I go one way and Stevie goes the other. And he flicks it around the corner to Steve. So I think I just carry on my momentum. You'd have hit it. Oh, If, if yeah. he'd laid it. Yeah. Top, it's, top, it's top right now. or top left? It'd still be going where the Serginio's <laughs> penalty went, I think, in the shootout. But... Uh, no, I think you get caught up again with the emotion, the crowd. I'm not saying it was the wrong thing to do, but more often than not, it's not something I would have done. But it's something you used to do as a kid. You know, you'd eight on your back at school, you mm. played striker, then you played creative midfield. Mm. You, you were digging into something that you knew you had. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think every footballer, whatever he plays, will always play centre forward or centre midfield when he's a kid, you know, for his uh, school team, Sunday team. So it's nice for that to come back in the middle of a European Cup final, those <laughs> memories. It reminded me that I wonder like glorious interview with Gary Mack about the Alibis game how chaotic and fun that was and what a fantastic team you had you were equally knackered in that one weren't you for a different reason oh, altogether yeah. I think we were gone physically and mentally in that game and we'd played Arsenal three days before and won a cup final from nowhere the heat was unbelievable that day at Cardiff again we'd won it late on and I always remember going to the UEFA Cup final on the coach and normally a cup final there's a a bit of nerves, a bit of tension mm. on the bus. And I remember looking round and it was like we were playing a normal game. Not that we weren't, we were just physically, even being in like the zone takes a, doesn't take a lot, but it's like everyone was just like, we were shattered. Played every cup game we could possibly play, we won the three cups. We ended up getting to the Champions League, which we did three days later and we were awful. We beat Charlton away 4-0 the first half, which could have been 4-0 down, we were that. But Alaves, on a normal day, we'd have beat them 3-4-0. And I always remember the celebration afterwards with the Alaves game. And I always remember it was like the bath at the end of the game. It was more like a swimming pool. It wasn't a bath. And everyone was just sitting there without saying it. We just won the UEFA Cup. Everyone was just sat there. It was like... It was so strange. I can picture it now because I thought, this is so strange. But I was part of it. You're just physically... Gone physically and mentally gone that like you couldn't even celebrate. Mm. You just won one of the most, probably the most amazing UEFA Cup final of all time. Mm. We'd got the three trophies, the, the treble of the three cups, and we had a game three days later against Charlton. But I don't mean celebrate in terms of you know getting on the aisle or something when you went back to the hotel, but even just you, you see pictures, don't you? People laughing and joking in the bath, throwing a trophy around, or you know, old fashioned pictures, whereas we were just. I can't remember getting pictures in the dressing room of the cup against Alaves UEFA Cup, whereas if you're in the FA Cup or the yeah. Carlin Cup or the European Cup, you're still all... But that one was just like, thank God it's over. Thank you for listening to the big interview Bite Size, brought to you by Bet365. All of these stories come from my podcast series, The Big Interview with Graham Hunter. There are interviews with over 100 elite footballers on our archive. Search for the show on Spotify, YouTube or wherever you listen.